Chapter 9, Frostbite. Over at the P-Town Glory Nights Motel, Dr. Woolley was still suffering from a major hangover. Three tricks handed him some over-the-counter pain reliever and got him a drink of water. Wouldn't drink that if I were you, said Dirty. Man, you gotta know the water in P-Town's fucked up. I mean, just look at this place. This whole town's contaminated. Willie asked, What do you mean, contaminated? Exactly what I said, doctor. (laughs) People around here say I'm just paranoid, but you'll see. Nugget was paranoid most of the time. Many of his theories were just disturbed dreams of reality that were stuck on a loop in his head. Dr. Willie took the pill and washed it down firmly with the tap water. Wooly then said, I should not have drank last night. I know it's probably just because of my recent head injury. I'm going to need to go ahead and go see a doctor in town. After that, I'd really like to address some of the issues you spoke to Pedmella about. There's some people that seem to be very afraid of this town. Hell, I'm one of them. I'm going to need you to be thorough. Please fill me in. And no bullshit either. Fair enough, replied Dirty. Tell you what, let's go over a few things real quick. Number one issue we need to address would be the Red River. Flowing through the center of town. Come a lot. He says it represents hate, greed, and pure evil. We always joke and call it Trump River. Of course, that's the joke. We love Trump around here. (laughs) Soil is red in color, so the water looks like it has blood in it. Those damn Indians are always saying it's real blood in the river, and soon... There will be more. They're nut jobs, man. Now that bridge, that joins both sides of town. Represents good or hope. Is what they say. But it don't. The problem is, there are too many power-hungry assholes in porn town. Ain't no bridge ever gonna join us. Why well, here to sink kumbaya, my lord? I ain't trying to get everybody to join hands either. I'm trying to stop the end of the world. No bullshit, man. I'm trying. There's something I didn't tell the guys before they sent you here. 
That rich asshole Woody McPallett, he's building a Seven Licks porn studio for Felipe Boner. And certain members of the Red Door, too. Now, this stirring up a lot of shit with one of my family's longtime enemies. That's those Kumalot fuckers. Remember I was telling you about them? You'll see. The Kumalots, bunch of stupid, selfish weirdos. Now, I know my family's fucked up, but Big Eagle Kumalot is crazier than fuck. I seen him running circles around campfires with a dildo up his ass. Trust me, you can't trust no Kumalot. Now, as for the missing girl, Debbie Downs, she is the sheriff's daughter. And from my experience, some of these big wigs, I'm going to introduce you to them, okay? They might know something about that. I'm thinking it might have something to do with Felipe Boner. The big wigs, the ones I'm talking about are Woody McPallett, Dr. Jackson, my father and a few others. Maybe even Skeletor. Something ain't right about Skeletor. Skeletor is my boss at the funeral parlor. Some of the bodies at the parlor now have been reported missing. I was trying to figure out what was going on. I knew something weren't right. So one night I followed him. It was late, and he loaded up a body into the back of his hearse. Now I'm telling you, he ain't got no respect for the dead. He had the corpse of a man that had recently been delivered to us. It was the body of Bogey Mike Jones. Bogey was a good guy too. So that really pissed me off even more. Bogey. Oh man, I miss you. Bogey Mike. Used to bring me booze when I was a little boy. He was a good man. He always treated us kids like we was adults. He's nice. He always said I was a cute kid. Anyway, Skeletor took his body to the red door. Why would he do that? What is the red door? Don't ask me. I don't know who, why or what or... I don't even know why anybody would take a body to the cave. Well, anyway, a few nights went by, and I was out getting a burger. I know Skeletor's hearse on over at the parlor again. Soon as I honked at him, he shut off the lights and laid back in his seat. Then later that night, I saw him parked over at Nat Fillmore's butcher shop. They've been hanging out a lot lately. A few of my co-workers have been spending an awful lot of their free time at the parlor, too, hanging out at the funeral parlor at night. Something very odd's going on there. They just don't respect them bodies like I do, man. I mean, I even put toenail polish on them. I give them pedicures. I'm damn near the best makeup artist in all of Oklahoma. I know you look at me, you see a weird-ass mortician. I know that bothers you, but I treat him with love and respect, man. Skeletor, he just treats him so terrible. 
he's nasty, man. I learned when I was younger to respect the dead. One time, I was helping my daddy at a funeral service. I was just a little kid, maybe seven or eight years old. I got bored. I started running around picking flowers. Apparently, I was drawing too much attention away from the service. It pissed Pop off real bad. He stopped in the middle of the funeral. He walked over to me in front of all the family. He grabbed me by my ear real, real hard. It was hurting so bad I cried. He always did that. He always said, my ears were so big they were meant to hold on to. Anyway, he drug me over to the cooler where he kept all the bodies stored. He locked me up in there in the coal vault with several dead bodies. I was just a little kid. I was freezing. He went back and finished the service. Several hours went by and he never came. He never showed up. I waited. Freezing. He never came to let me out. He had blocked the door and I was trapped. It was dark. I was scared to death. My tears were freezing. The only thing that kept me alive was my instinct. You see, Mama used to lay me down at night and she would cuddle with me. Well, that's exactly what I did. I cuddled with Mr. and Mrs. Walnut. They had died in a car crash a few days before. They kept me alive. I slept there, cuddled in between them, till the next day. Finally, my father showed up for work. He let me out. He told me never to pick flowers at a funeral service again. He never took me to the doctor. I had frostbite down there. Nugget grabbed his crotch and rubbed it up and down, gesturing to Wooly. My dick still has scars on it. Listen, I respect the dead, Dr. Wooly. My father is evil here, and so is Skeletor. I'll never forget the walnuts for what they did for me. There are a lot more people in Porntown that don't respect the dead. You'll see. Me, I'll cherish them. Dr. Woolley could not believe a word that he was hearing. He was seriously considering leaving Porntown that very minute. It was the toenail thing that got him. Why would he give him pedicures? Wooly thought to himself, That's just messed up. Why not just tell Ped and Miller to forget about it? If I don't leave now, I might be the one getting a pedicure, he thought to himself. He honestly didn't think that that would happen, but the thought was in his mind. You've been through a lot, Dirty. 
No child should ever be put through that sort of abuse. I can't believe your father isn't in prison. And then Dirty replied, Yeah, it ain't right, but he gets away with a lot more than just child abuse. That wasn't my point, though. Skeletor isn't human. He is abusing dead bodies. You're right, though. Robin P. Nugget should be in prison. All this shit in town, it all ties together. And my pop, he holds the strings. The strings that control everything. He's been tugging on mine all my life. Stay focused on these characters I'm telling you about, Willie. You'll see. Take, for instance, this crazy-ass doctor. A lot of these younger folks in town, well, they had heard rumors of the porn studio being built. Many of them hit up Dr. Jackson for enhancements, sexual enhancements. They wanted to get some body work done to ensure a spot at the Seven Licks studio. There's good money in porn. Even Three Tricks had some work done to one of his dicks. There he peeked over to get Tricks' attention. The smaller one, right, Tricks? Tricks spoke up. Okay, too much information, Dirty. That ain't nobody's business but mine. Three Tricks was not happy with that comment at all. He was clearly upset. Simmer down, biggins. Dirty yelled at Tricks. Then he continued. These injections he was giving out seemed to cause a lot of problems. He looked for Tricks' attention once again. You had any problems, Trixie? Leakage? Tricks looked like he wanted to grab Dirty by his big ears and punch him right in his nose. Dirty finished. I'm telling you that Cosby Jackson is a weird one, but he's the doctor around here today, the only one. So we're going to have to go see him first. Maybe he can patch you up, Willie. You can interview him about Debbie Downs. We'll go mess around town after that. Tomorrow, I'll take you to meet Mama Nugget. I know it ain't going to be very long until everything here in town has gone to shit. This is bigger than porn town, Willie. That's why I was trying to get Ped Miller to come out personally. We really need the dream team here in Porn Town. I'm glad you showed up, though, buddy. You'll do just fine. You will do just fine. Thanks for being here, Doc. You are my fucking hero. Dr. Willie sat up in the bed and began rubbing his head. I'm really beginning to wish I hadn't come here. Dirty glared at Wooly. Oh, come on, Doc. It's gonna be a trip. Dirty looked tricks in his eyes once more. Don't you think so, Double Dicks? Something clicked with Dr. Wooly. He was recalling something from his past. 
Double dicks, he thought to himself. Hmm. Wooly shrugged it off. Trick's cell phone began to ring. A trip indeed, he replied. He then took the call outside. Skeletor's on to me, cried the girl on the other end of the line. Calm down, baby. It's going to be all right, Trix proclaimed. There was an audible slap and then a blood-curdling scream. A man's voice came on the line. I just got a call from the butcher. I don't like what I'm hearing. Jim Bob is about to find out about this bullshit with you tricks. I'm spilling the beans on all of you. Jay Smoke. Fucking come alive. And that cheating whore of mine, Melons, is gonna pay. I'm gonna make her pay. I'm gonna make all you pay. Said the man. You leave Dolly alone, Skeletor. She ain't nothing. She ain't done nothing to even hurt you. Said Trix. It ain't my melons you need to be worried about. I can handle her horror ways. You don't get rid of the cow if you need the milk, shithead. She's my cow, bitch. She don't come a lot to need to worry. <clears throat> Skeletor grunted like a pig and hung up the phone.